The following program is being brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Have you ever stopped to think that the best and worst place to live is in your mind? Think about it. We can create our own destiny or our own downfall. It all has to do with the way that we choose to think and see things. Welcome to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit, with your host, Dr. Paula Joyce. Dr. Paula is here with her guest experts to show you just how to change that negative way of thinking and see your world in a positive light. Now, here is Dr. Paula. Welcome to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and I'm grateful you're joining me today. I want to begin by reminding that you are, by reminding you that you are all part of a global community with fellow listeners in literally every corner of the world. I'm grateful for each and every one of you, and I will let you know about each other by continuing to mention some of your countries and states each week. We continue to increase our reach, and currently there are 97 regions around the world where we have listeners, and the numbers in certain regions are growing, which means that you're telling other people, and they're beginning to tune in as well. I know you're there and I want you to know that I'm paying attention to you and that I'm grateful for each and every one of you. A special thank you this week to our listeners in Belfast, Portugal, and Italy, and in the states of Hawaii, North Carolina, and Georgia. Welcome and thank you for your continuing support. Last week, we had a great conversation with Dr. Christine Courtois about spirituality in healing trauma. She's a leader in her field, and I appreciate that she came on our show to share her deep understanding of this topic and the new directions that she is finding fruitful. Change agents like Dr. Christine Courtois and our guest today, Dr. Larry Dossey, are courageous and committed people who are working to make this world a better place. And I love that they have the authority of research and the respect of their peers to support their beliefs. If you miss the live show, be sure to go to paulajoyce.com to listen to it on demand. And later today, we will welcome back Dr. Larry Dossey, who was our very first guest one year ago, almost to the day. I am looking forward to talking more with him about the amazing research he has compiled in his latest book, proving that we are all connected and we are all loved. Choosing to be positive, choosing to think, see, feel, and act in new and healthier ways is the heart of Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. 
We all have choices, but we can't make the best choices for ourselves if we don't know what the options are. This show provides you with new information on health and healing with an emphasis on spirituality and the connection between our thoughts, emotions, and physical and mental health. We can all choose happiness, gratitude, and positivity. We change the energy in our body and literally become younger, feel lighter, and have more energy as we choose to see the joy, beauty, and love in our lives. My show helps you do that by providing you with new information, perspectives, and techniques, inspirational stories, and guests who are thought leaders in their field, like Dr. Larry Dossie. If you have a question for Dr. Dossie or are trying to figure out how to find the silver lining in a difficult situation or how to rid yourself of persistent negative thoughts or have a personal story to share, please call during the show to 1-866-472-5795 or email now or between shows to drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. And the phone number to call between shows is 1-214-736-4460. And be sure to grab a pencil and paper now because you're going to need it later in the show for our latest feature. Last week in that new feature, I challenged you to face the traumas in your life because we all have traumatic experiences and to allow yourself to feel them and then let go. As we've talked about many times, this is the path to true healing and to living life to the fullest. I had two emails this week that helped uplift my life. Here's the first one I want to share with you. I have to say that even though you have great guests, it is your sharing at the beginning of your shows that I enjoy the most. I love how positive you are and how gracious and kind you are with your guests. I'm truly honored to be one of them. Your clients are very lucky people. Getting an email like this always touches me and encourages me to keep doing what I'm doing. The second email emphasizes how we truly are all connected. DeGrace from Africa found me through my meetup group, Creative Problem Solving Group Coaching. He was looking for people to interview for his project, Be Outstanding. His mission is to find people with an important message to share, videotape his interview with them, and then put the videos up on YouTube. When I went to his website to to determine if this was something I wanted to participate in, I was stunned to see that he literally used the words, uplift your life. This was not a coincidence. This was a synchronicity. I knew I wanted to participate. When I met him, the rapport was immediate. And best of all, he wanted to have a conversation, not a typical interview. This was a man after my own heart. We had a great time together, and he wrote me this beautiful note. Dr. Paula, that was amazing. Thank you for sharing your wisdom with me. It was magical. 
stay terrific. That email made my week. I will let you all know when the video is up on YouTube so that you can watch it. Talk about one mind. Wow. Here's this man from a country in another continent that I've never visited, finding me on the internet and using the same words I do with the same conversational interview style. And all this the week before, we're talking about Larry Dossie's new book, One Mind, The Universe is a Beautiful Place. When you stop to pay attention to the connectedness and love instead of focusing on the struggles. In fact, ancient wisdom says that challenges are a given, but struggle is optional. Yesterday, I had the group coaching meetup that I just mentioned. We were a few minutes into the session when one of the participants said, I think someone just rang the doorbell. I didn't hear anything, but I decided to check anyway. A relatively new member to the group was just parking. Since he moved slowly, I decided to go back to the group instead of waiting for him to come to the door. When it seemed to be taking too long, I went to check on him. By then, he was ringing my next-door neighbor's bell. If the woman in the group hadn't thought she heard my doorbell, he may never have found us. I understood this as the one mind taking care of him through the other participant to ensure that he was able to find his way to us with as much ease as possible. I love this kind of experience, and it's one of the ways that I know I am loved and being taken care of. This same man who almost didn't get to our meeting, added an element of humor, which is always helpful. And he also made sure I knew he appreciated me by saying more than once, isn't she wonderful? Well, I could get used to that. Even more than the compliments, though, I was grateful for being able to help the people there. I never stop being amazed at how total strangers come together different ages, different life experiences, different blockages that they want to release, yet their blocks and stories are all connected in some profound and important ways. So much so that by the end of the meeting, they are shaking hands, exchanging good wishes, and saying that they are looking forward to seeing each other next month. They always leave feeling lighter and having received answers to the problems that have plagued them often for years. Bit by bit, the pain and fears of the past release and their lives become what they want. The groups and workshops that I conduct continue to remind me of how the one mind works The participants are often connected in very specific ways. For instance, at this last meeting, one participant mentioned something that had not surfaced in the four years that she has been devoted to coming to this group. And she only talked about it because of something a new new participant said. And it was a breakthrough for her because she was ready for it. And his experience triggered the revelation. Another group I led was composed of only women. 
all of whom had been sexually abused. They did not know each other previously, and in fact, the group had met a few times before this connection was revealed. Another group was composed of people who wanted to be or already were authors. These kinds of connections are not coincidences. They are the one mind working to bring the people together who need to be together. The more you pay attention to these synchronicities, the more you will discover them in your life and the more full of wonder and love your life will become. It can even be simple things, but there is always a message if we are willing to look for it and acknowledge it. For instance, the other day I was writing a birthday check to my youngest daughter who turned 30 on March 31st. The check number was 3031, 3031. What are the odds? The number showed her age 30 and also her birthday 3 for March and then 31. I took this as a very positive sign for our connectedness and good fortune for her this year. The omens continued when she received the birthday card and check at 1 a.m. the morning of her birthday upon returning from a weekend birthday celebration. None of this could have been planned by me, but the universe was clearly doing some serious planning. Some things like these coincidences are just fun or acknowledge good things are coming. Others can be guidance or premonitions or learning. Those of you who listen regularly to my show know that I have a strong connection with nature and often get messages through various animals. The other day I was trying to decide whether to take a particular trip, weighing the pros and cons, and hearing some old internal messages that began with, you should, and were taking me down a path that was old and familiar, but not really what I wanted to do. It didn't fit the new me, but my mind was trying to pull me back to the old ways. Out of nowhere, a duck suddenly flew to the ground just outside my window. It came with such a flourish that it caught my attention. I knew it was telling me that I needed to do what was emotionally satisfying for me and not be tempted to ignore my own needs. As soon as I made the decision, I knew it was the right one because I felt relief. That duck saved me a lot of angst. It was part of the one mind, hearing my difficulty and giving me guidance. We are all connected like a jigsaw puzzle. We are responsible for our piece of the puzzle, our life and well-being, and and it affects all the pieces around us, which in turn affects the pieces around them and so on. We can literally affect world peace by creating peace within ourselves. We are responsible for the energy within ourselves, and we can create light or darkness and spread that into the world. When we see someone with whom we have a history of unpleasant interactions, 
if we see the light of God in them, we will create more positivity. It will uplift our own energy and all of the future interactions with those people. This may sound difficult, but if you are willing to try it, you will be surprised by the successful results and the feeling of satisfaction that it gives you. I can tell you that it works for me and it changes everything. True healing comes from the spiritual realm as we transform the negative energy in our bodies into light. My angels and guides have given me a very specific set of exercises that will help you heal regardless of the seriousness of your condition. Everyone who participates in this process will receive a healing from complete cure to noticeable improvement even if they have a terminal illness or a chronic condition. We all can heal through our limitless higher self. There are seven steps for healing the body, seven steps for healing the mind, and seven for healing the spirit. It's when you work with the mind, body, and the spirit that miracles can happen. I am offering this as a three-part workshop, 21 Steps for Healing Your Body, from 7 to 9 p.m. on April 8, 15, and 22 at the Dallas Meditation Center. As one of my clients, Brother Chi Singh said, Dr. Paula is the real deal. I could feel the angelic guides assisting her. She is compassionate, wise, gentle, and direct, just what the doctor ordered. To experience this for yourself, you can go to my website, paulajoyce.com, for more information and to register. If you cannot come, I also do this privately in person, over the phone, or on Skype. Or you can arrange for me to deliver this workshop over a weekend in your city. And now I'm pleased to introduce our guest for today. Dr. Larry Dossey is a leader in bringing scientific understanding to spirituality and rigorous proof to integrative complementary medicine. He lectures at leading medical schools and hospitals around the country. Dr. Dossey is the author of the New York Times bestseller, Healing Words, and 11 other books on the role of consciousness and spirituality in health, which have been translated into languages around the world. His most recent book is One Mind how our individual mind is part of a greater consciousness and why it matters. And his website is LarryDossyMD.com. You are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor. While you're listening to the commercials during our break, go to paulajoyce.com and click on Calendar of Events to see your question for today. Before the second break and at the end of the show, I'll give you something else to do with the question. When you email me, you will have an opportunity for me to read your email on the show. So right now, go to my Calendar of Events page at paulajoyce.com 
and answer the question of the day with that paper and pencil I told you to get. And then go to my spiritual services page to read about and register for 21 Steps for Healing Your Body. I'm already receiving registrations for this powerful process, so be sure to reserve your spot. Stay tuned. We'll be right back for what I know will be another fascinating conversation. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Seek greater awareness. Time for a fresh perspective from leadership development to team building and re-imaging your mission, Dr. Paula has game-changing speeches and presentations crafted just for you. She has helped leading experts solve their key challenges and can help you too while reducing stress and increasing your profitability. With Dr. Paula, you will find common ground in innovative solutions. Start now with a free consultation. Call Dr. Paula, the life doctor, today at 214-208-3533 or visit paulajoyce.com. Be the best that you can be. Dr. Paula invites you to meet with her for a -a one-of-a-kind breakthrough coaching session. Dissolve hidden barriers to your goals, solve your most challenging problems, and unleash your inner power. Visit PaulaJoyce.com or call Dr. Paula, the life doctor, at 214-208-3533 to find out more and to schedule your free consultation. Whether it's individual or group, business or personal, attain success with ease. Mention that you heard this on Uplift Your Life and receive 10% off your first service. Call 214-208-3533 or visit PaulaJoyce.com today. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. You are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit with Dr. Paula Joyce. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. That's drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. Now, back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you are just tuning in, I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and you're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. Welcome or welcome back. I hope that you made a list of the ways in which you can see love working in your own life. And now I'm grateful to have Dr. Dossi with us to talk more about One Mind. As I mentioned earlier, he was our very first guest on March 20th, 2014. So welcome back, Larry. It's so good to have you. Well, thanks, Dr. Paula. I uh, enjoyed so much being on your program to kick things off uh, over a year ago, and here we are again. It's just great to be back. Well, thank you. And I would love it if we start with a def- your definition of one mind. Well, it is a uh, way of looking at our mind and consciousness and uh, uh, it goes beyond the idea that's been perpetrated uh, throughout the 20th century that we're solely individuals who are 
pretty much separated from uh, everybody, and uh, uh, it's a way of looking at things where consciousness is not separated. Uh, our traditional way of thinking about uh, our minds is that they're sort of locked into our brain and body and uh, separate, and that's just the way uh, nature designed us. But the one mind idea says that nature did not design us to be apart, uh, to be alone, that there are ways that every individual consciousness has contact with uh, every other. Uh, Our minds are not limited to our brain and body. They're not even limited to the present moment. Uh, There's a term I really adore that expresses this uh, concept, and that's the term non-local. Our minds are not localized or confined to our individual brains and bodies. Uh, They're non-local, and non-local is just a fancy word for infinite. Uh, Our consciousness is really infinite in space and time. Uh, There are no uh, fundamental boundaries between consciousnesses. You can't put a mind and a brain and separate it and box it off from all the others, and if you can't, then in, in some way, at some dimension, all minds come together to form what I call this collective uh, form of uh, mind, and, and I want to emphasize uh, to people who think this may be a very far out, strange, radical idea that this is one of the most ancient views of looking at human consciousness that has existed. But you you can chase this idea back three thousand years uh, into what are called the Akashic uh, records in uh, uh, Hindu uh, uh, philosophy. Uh, it has erupted uh, throughout the, the 20th century in the works of Carl Jung, who talked about the collective unconscious. Uh, Ralph uh, Waldo Emerson had a term which he called the oversoul uh, that expresses this idea. And it has even erupted in uh, modern science in the works of physicist David Bohm, uh, Nobel Prize winning physicist Erwin Schrodinger, and so on. And the point is that this is not a crazy idea at all. Although it is uh, present in mythologies and uh, ancient traditions, this is backed up, Paula, by solid science. And that's one of the reasons that we really are compelled to take this idea seriously. And I think it's so important because, as we'll get into, uh, I think our future on this earth as a species depends on our ability to realize our connectedness with one another. Uh, and I, I find that fascinating. And you quoted um, uh, Alice Walker. You said, anything we love can be saved. And mm-hmm. I, I would, will you expand upon that a little bit? Because that's such a beautiful quote. But I have a feeling that it's much deeper than the words. <laughs> well, I really adore that comment by Alice Walker, anything we love can be saved. What she's getting at is that we face a tremendous number of problems as a species on this earth. And I don't have to, you know, go down the list for people who listen to your show. I'm sure that uh, our listeners are pretty much tuned into the challenges we face in terms of overpopulation and global warming and, uh, Uh, endless wars where people are lined up against each other based on their tribe, their tradition, their religion, uh, their economic outlook, and and on and on and on. Uh, We're at each other's throats in many ways as human beings. 
And what Alice Walker was getting at is that uh, the way to overcome these divisions and these endless uh, arguments and disagreements which lead us to war and destruction, not just of other cultures, but of the earth itself, the environment, uh, requires love. And so love, if it means anything, means going beyond boundaries. It means going beyond this idea that uh, it's uh, me against you uh, and uh, arriving at a point where we sense not our divisions and our arguments, but our connectedness with one another. Uh, I think she nailed it. I think that unless we discover our connectedness and unity expressed through compassion and love, I don't think we're going to have a very bright future uh, on this earth. You know, I, I've called for a revision of the golden rule because of uh, this idea of the one mind. Uh, we can upgrade the, the golden rule from do unto others as you would have them do unto you, which is a kind of a selfish perspective when you think about it. We can now say, be kind to others because in some sense they are you. This is the essence of the one mind. It's a way of conceiving our connectedness with one another, our lack of isolation, our lack of boundedness and boundaries, and uh, focusing on love and compassion instead of competition, uh, greed, and selfishness. So I think that's what Alice was getting at when she said that anything uh, we love can be saved. Now, it was interesting, as you were talking, this may seem like an odd connection, but my eye fell on my blooming plant, and it it felt like, I, I need to say this, is that this plant is 30 years old, and I don't um, fertilize it, and it is an African violet that continues to bloom. I even water it the wrong way. You're supposed to water them from the bottom. I water it from the top. But it receives my, and it gets the wrong sunlight. It gets west light, and it's not supposed to. And yet this plant thrives because of the love, I believe, that I give it and the environment of wholeness and love and connectedness that I feel to it and how much I appreciate and enjoy its beauty rather than it having to be something external that makes it grow in all the right ways. Well, I'm glad you bring this up because one of the ideas I think that's uh, central to this idea of the one mind is that we're not just talking about humans here. We're talking about uh, life in general. Uh, when I was writing this book, uh, The One Mind, uh, there was a section in which I was talking about the connections not between humans, but between humans and animals. And as I was crafting this, this chapter in the book, uh, of all things, for the first time uh, since I've been living here on this hillside at, outside of Santa Fe, New Mexico, which is in a pinyon and juniper forest, coyotes, three of them, began to come to the window outside my office here and just look at me, uh, staring at me, <laughs> while I was writing about the connections between humans and animals. And talk about 
an eerie one mind experience. This was it. I don't know how many listeners have actually looked at a a wild creature like a wolf or coyotes eye to eye, but I developed this idea that they were checking on me (laughs) to make sure I got this right. They wanted to be included in this idea of a common consciousness. And for me, it, it, it was an epiphany. Uh, the world, the natural world, was circling around me to tell me that I was on the right track and that I should pursue this idea that common consciousness exists not just between people, but with you, for example, with your plant and with me, with these coyotes and with every other uh, creature that uh, uh, is part of uh, uh, life on Earth. And so I I just want to say that this idea of the one mind is boundless. It isn't limited to people, but it includes every sentient being on Earth, uh, including your African violets. Yes, and, and animals. I'm so glad that you started talking about that, too, because I had the most profound experience after you and after we spoke last March 20th, and I was um, upstairs looking out my window, thinking about you and the interview and the show and and the one mind, and suddenly a blue jay flew onto the windowsill. There was no bird seed, there was no bird bath, and it just stood there staring at me for the longest time, really to the point where it was... Um, almost eerie, Um, and yet I knew that it was connected to you and to the one mind and that that Blue Jay was communicating with me, and it was profound. Well, it is profound when you you find yourself caught up in something like that. Uh, I just hope the listeners understand that These things are not rare. When we open ourselves up to this idea of being connected and not cut off from the rest of sentient life, things begin to to happen uh, to affirm that realization. Uh, People often ask me, well, you know, how how can I put this to a test? How do I know this this is real and, you know, you people are not just uh, misleading me? Uh, I would say this. uh, You don't have to go to a lot of trouble because what what we do uh, is that we find ourselves in a pattern that seems to come out to greet us. Uh, there's nothing special you need to do to pull this one mind awareness off. The problem is trying too hard. Uh, when we get into the flow of the one mind, these things start happening as if they're just part of the natural order, like the blue jay and your responsive African violence and and the coyotes who came to greet me and uh, and and check uh, check on me while I was writing about them, and so we don't have to engineer or manufacture these kinds of experiences. They just simply happen on their own uh, when we're in the flow. I, I agree with you a hundred percent. And the more we pay attention to them and acknowledge them the more they begin to happen and the more normal they feel 
um, just like, you know, um, I don't know, going for a walk. It just is part of our lives and not something unusual or, um, or, or even, you know, to be questioned. It just makes sense. Well, it does make sense. You know, sometimes uh, I, I encounter people who, when they think and reflect on this idea of the one mind and these experiences that we're talking about, they seem to consider them to be uh, outside the norm. Uh, what is abnormal uh, is not these rare these experiences that we consider rare, such as we've been talking about. What, what is abnormal is the idea that we're cut off as individuals from everything else. That's what we've been taught to believe. Uh, Air culture has overemphasized and become obsessed with the idea of the individual. I mean, we hammer this idea into our kids. You know, you've got to achieve uh, as an individual that you against all the other competitive uh, kids in school and college. And so that's the abnormal uh, way of, uh, of, of being, uh, uh, of, of achieving personhood. The normal is connectedness. This is written throughout behavior of uh, all sentient life. It's unusual. It's very rare to find a living creature that spends its time alone. Uh, We're not designed that way. Nature did not uh, wire us to be alone, but yet that is what we have emphasized. And even in psychology in the 20th century, we've emphasized ego, individuality. Uh, We've split up consciousness into Ego, superego, the conscious, subconscious, unconscious. Uh, we're not satisfied with individuality. We even divide ourselves into subparts. Uh, I think this has gone overboard. Uh, I'm certainly not against individuality. I think it's uh, uh, a part of who we are, but it's only one side of the coin. And unless we come to our senses and realize our connectedness, I think we're going to pay a huge price in terms of uh, our success on this planet. Well, and and I think we already are. I mean, I keep thinking about world peace and how insane it is that we think we can create peace through war. And and it's that that need to look at people as different and as us being separate from as different than as opposed to acknowledging and recognizing the connectedness and the humanity and the love that ties all of us together. Well, I think that's right. And, uh, you know, I, I think there's some hopeful signs that we're edging our way toward a greater realization of our oneness and connectedness. Uh, I'm thinking uh, currently about the uh, political uh, firestorm that has resulted from Indiana's passage of this so-called Religious Freedom Act where it gives uh, individual businesses the right to discriminate against uh, LGBT people. And uh, there was uh, an eruption against this nationwide. People started boycotting uh, events in Indiana, and I, I see on the news this morning that Indiana has retracted because of the uh, the incredible uh, anger of people toward this sort of overt discrimination. 
I see those signs as very helpful and hopeful that uh, our idea of uh, love and compassion toward all people is the thing that matters, and it isn't circling the wagons and defending our behaviors in terms of religious freedom uh, or anything like that. I think that uh, these kinds of discriminatory laws that uh, are popping up here and there uh, are a dying a dying throw of people who are just unable to cross over that divide and emphasize not their differences uh, from other people, but their oneness and connectedness. So there are some currents in our current uh, political and cultural debates, which uh, I think are pointing in a hopeful direction. So uh, I hope we are waking up. And I know what you're doing with your show uh, is really important promoting that sort of awareness. Well, thank you. And this is a good place for us to move to break on such a hopeful note and seeing how change is happening. And we're really getting tired of the anger and the divisiveness. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and you're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. And we're here with Larry Dossi, who's Website is LarryDossieMD.com. While you're listening to the commercials, go to the list that you created. Now write down new ways that you are going to discover the love and connectedness in your life. Then go to my spiritual services page on my website, PaulaJoyce.com, and register for my workshop, 21 Steps for Healing Your Body. Stay tuned. We'll be right back for more with Dr. Larry Dossey. The 7th Wave Channel on the Voice America Network. Be the best that you can be. Dr. Paula invites you to meet with her for a -a one-of-a-kind breakthrough coaching session. Dissolve hidden barriers to your goals, solve your most challenging problems, and unleash your inner power. Visit PaulaJoyce.com or call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, at 214-208-3533 to find out more and to schedule your free consultation. Whether it's individual or group, business or personal, attain success with ease. Mention that you heard this on Uplift Your Life and receive 10% off your first service. Call 214-208-3533 or visit PaulaJoyce.com today. Time for a fresh perspective from leadership development to team building and re-imaging your mission. Dr. Paula has game-changing speeches and presentations crafted just for you. She has helped leading experts solve their key challenges and can help you too while reducing stress and increasing your profitability. With Dr. Paula, you will find common ground in innovative solutions. Start now with a free consultation. Call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, today at 214-208-3533 or visit paulajoyce.com. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. You are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit with Dr. Paula Joyce. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. 
You may also send an email to drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. That's drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. Now, back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you're just tuning in, I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor. Welcome back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I hope that you made that list of new ways that you're going to discover the love and connectedness in your life. And uh, we are here with Dr. Larry Dossey continuing our discussion of One Mind. And I wanted to share with you an insight that I had while I was preparing for our show today. When I was in the workplace and um, had a secretary and when I couldn't find a paper that I had filed, I would go I would invite her into my office and just her presence would always trigger a memory of where I had filed the paper. And there was something about, and it just hit me as I was preparing to talk with you that that was an example of the one mind. Initially, I used to think, well, she would just be a calming influence. But I don't think that's it. I think that I was picking up on her good organizational skills and sort of borrowing them to be able to trigger the memory for me of how I had organized that file and where I had put that paper. Well, I'm glad you bring this up. There's a section in my book, uh, The One Mind, uh, about these sorts of events that happen around uh, writing and uh, liter- literature searches and so on. Uh, I talk about an idea that the novelist Arthur Kessler uh, called the the library angel. And he uh, was fascinated by exactly what you just mentioned. When you need a particular reference, uh, you can't find it, then you open yourself up to uh, outside influences that may seem a bit strange. Then something almost miraculous happens. Uh, the, The book that you pick up randomly and flip open to a page happens to be the exact thing you were looking for in uh, books that uh, you had no idea about. He has a series of uh, events of this sort which are so statistically unlikely, you think something is, <laughs> something is going on here that is not random. Uh, I've had these ex- experiences uh, all of my, my adult life. I write a lot. And I quote uh, things uh, right and left because uh, I take a great joy in this. I, I, I like uh, references and indexing and so on because, for me, it's a manifestation of the one mind. It's not just me who is uh, telling people something. Uh, I stand on the shoulders of other people, and I take great joy in a collective kind of effort in my writing. Uh, and when I am looking for a reference, I, I just simply turn my mind off and uh, uh, go into a meditative state. And almost always the reference I'm looking for pops up in my mind and I know exactly where to go to find it. 
this has become so regular with me that I just regard it as the normal way uh, that things happen. You can't understand these kinds of things if you put a wall around yourself and say, you know, I'm just an individual who's limited to my brain and body. Uh, none of this stuff makes sense if you take that perspective. Only by acknowledging your connectedness with other people at the level of mind and consciousness does any of this make sense. And if you do that, then you find that the world comes out to meet you and these things start becoming commonplace. And I must say, it's fun. Uh, and I love that you mentioned that. I remember that section in your book and, and recognizing myself in it as well. And it actually was my first opening concrete awareness that there was a one mind and that something beyond me was really influencing my life. And it was when I was director of research at the Carrollton Farmers Branch School District and people would ask me to find certain references or I would order certain things. And what I discovered was that somebody would ask for something and just that week, the right book had come in or I had just ordered it or it, it came in two days later. And these coincidences were so common that eventually I realized that it wasn't an accident, that there was something triggering my purchasing those books so that they would be available when the person needed them. Well, that's, uh, that's a beautiful uh, example, and it just is part of uh, what I call being in the flow. You know, one of the things that's influenced me along these lines is that uh, I happen to be an identical twin, and uh, my twin brother and I, all of our life, have had these examples and experiences of uh, sharing thoughts at a distance and sometimes even physical symptoms at a distance feeling physically what the distant twin was, uh, was experiencing at the time. And not only uh, that, but I'm married to a, a, a twin, and my wife Barbara and her uh, twin brother have had these sorts of experiences that have been sort of shocking at times. Uh, there's a section in the book on <clears throat> what I call telesomatic experiences, which is all about this identical twin stuff being shared at a distance. As it turns out, the research shows that uh, about 30% of identical twins experience these sorts of shared feelings and thoughts uh, at a distance. And uh, there's actually a, a, a book out that I've been influenced by, the book called Twin Telepathy by a British researcher, and uh, it goes into these sorts of things. So if you want to have your mind really blown, uh, check out, <laughs> check out the, the, the twin literature. I mean, twins are not making this stuff up. Some of it is just so weird that it just seems uh, supernatural. Well, and I remember talking about it on our first show because it was so fascinating to me, the research that you presented in your book, which I guess is only a tip of the iceberg for what you know is in the other book, but it was still enough to really um, be absolutely convincing to me that there is something 
going on. Of course, I already believe that, but it's it's still absolutely fascinating proof of an irrefutable proof um, that that these things are real. It's not just people making up um, things after the fact or twins plotting together to fool people. <laughs> <laughs> Right. I, uh, one, of, one of the uh, most uh, astonishing accounts uh, is not uh, shared thoughts because people, you know, say there's no proof for that. You're just, you know, using your imagination and it's running away with you. But some of these shared things uh, have to do with physical symptoms. There was one case of uh, twin girls uh, who were four years old, and one of them one day helping her mother do chores stuck her hand onto the hot iron and erupted on a big, uh, with a big second-degree burn, a big fat blister uh, from the uh, hot iron. And her sister, uh, who was visiting grandparents miles and miles away, at the same time erupted spontaneously with a second-degree blister burn uh, on the same hand and the same configuration as her sister uh, who had actually touched the iron. Uh, you can't ascribe these things easily to just a coincidence. I don't know of any sort of physical explanation uh, to explain away that sort of uh, spontaneous, simultaneous happening. Uh, so that's just one of the more spectacular ways that our connectedness uh, manifests itself in real life. And there was a, a, a cup. There was another concept. Um, actually, we only just have another minute. I guess we, we need another show. Um, but if if you could just kind of very quickly talk about the idea of spirituality and the connectedness through God, through the um, yes, please. Well, I think that uh, the idea of the fact that there are no boundaries separating people leads us to this notion that we are infinite in space and time in, in some domain of consciousness. And being infinite in time and space is an idea that we've always ascribed to the divine, whether we call it God, Goddess, Allah, or something else. So this idea that uh, we're infinite in space and time leads us to the idea of sheer divinity uh, with God, and I think that this is affirmation of the idea that there are divine qualities that we humans have. Uh, it leads to the idea of immortality, because what else do we mean by immortality if not infinitude in time? So this idea of the one mind is a pathway, a, a, a door we can open to realize our immortality, and I think this is one of the great contributions that this whole idea makes to human welfare. It says that it's not all over with the death of the brain and body. We are infinite. We are mortal. We're eternal in time and space. And so I think this, this lifts a huge burden from people. Uh, I think one of the worst things that's happened to people throughout human history is this fear of dread and, and, and annihilation at the moment of physical death. The one mind idea says that that's an illusion. That doesn't happen. We are infinite creatures. We're infinite and immortal in space and time. Beautiful. And for more, you can read Dr. Larry Dossie's book, One Mind. Thank you so very, very much. This was wonderful. I really Great appreciate pleasure. it.
Thank you. Have a beautiful day. You're welcome. And I'd like to thank my audience for joining us for Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you enjoyed today's show, please like us on Facebook by going to my website, paulajoyce.com. While you're there, sign up for my newsletter and get the free chapter on my ultimate creative problem-solving process. Browse my resources page and get Dr. Larry Dossie's book, One Mom and also look at the books that I've written and my services, including coaching, speaking, energy healing, past life regressions, or to sponsor one of my experiential workshops, such as overcoming abuse through self-empowerment, 21 steps for healing the body, energetic healing, and the ultimate creative problem-solving process. And if you mention this show, you get a 10% new client discount on my coaching, which I do in person over Skype or on the phone. When you work with me, you get support, guidance, and healing from the spiritual realm. Literally thousands of angels and guides of a high and positive spiritual nature work through me and also directly with my clients. While you're on my website, go to the calendar of events and press click here to send me an email as you begin to experience success with your own healing and implementing the ideas that we present on the show. And if you have trouble doing so on your own, then contact me for individual help. Then go to my spiritual services page and register for my workshop, 21 Steps for Healing Your Body. Next Thursday, please join us when Dr. Bessel van der Kolk will talk with us about new ways of healing from trauma through our mind, body, and spirit. In the meantime, if you think of a question about a show or a difficulty in your own life or have an inspirational story to share, contact me. This is Dr. Paula, your CM or chosen mom as designated by Bernie Siegel. Remember, you are loved. Just let that feeling wash over you and through you. Have a blessed week. Thank you for tuning in to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. Please join Dr. Paula Joyce and her guest experts next Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Until then, have a positive week.